welcome to Game on Girl Shorts. This is episode two. So today we're going to talk about uh, what it's like to um, kill different types of creatures in gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to have Rhonda, I'm going to put Rhonda on the spot here and have her start with a story that she told me about a recent experience she had. Yeah, I brought it up to um, I brought it up to Regina. I was playing uh, Mass Effect, and there was a scene, but it was a ways into the game where suddenly I heard a female voice coming from the enemy line that I was shooting at, and normally I'm not distracted by any of that type of conversation or anything, and it it drew me up, and I'm like wait, I'm shooting at a woman? (laughs) And the reaction, my reaction, very much surprised me. And I tend to to play sniper, so I'm looking at this character through the scope, and it is a humanoid uh, female. It's not an alien or anything like that. And when I got done with the fight, I was like, okay, now that is very curious, because I cannot remember a time where... I have hesitated or drawn up in a in a fight situation and reacted to, you know, the what I was shooting at on the enemy line. Right. And I wanted to explore it because I got to thinking back at all the games I've played. And even if you go back to Duke Nukem or Mario Brothers or um, and, and uh, we Doom, used to pl- even I'm Doom. sorry, go Doom, uh, Doom as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or even Tex Murphy yeah. or Mist or any of that. You don't run into female enemies, right? If you do, you're not shooting them. And they're just they're bad guys, or you just you know brush them off. You know if they're if they're sneaky and conniving or something like that. I think that's what I'm remembering in Tex Murphy or in the Orient Express. Um, if you run into secret spies or something like that, but you never kill them. Right. It's it's not an and, attack. There's not a combat element into a, yeah. to a lot of female bad guys. So what I was curious about that we might want to put. Uh, add some parameters to our research is did I have that reaction because I'm a woman or did I have that reaction because women have not been put on the enemy line in shooters before? Because, I mean, I don't have a problem shooting aliens um, or uh, male characters. In fact, I don't don't even really distinguish them. That's just the object of my target. So is is it because of my gender or just their gender or what else could be going on? Yeah, the, the, one of the first thoughts I'm having here is um, you've self-identified as a self-player, someone who sort of represents, mm-hmm. you know, who you are in game. And so I'm wondering if that's part of what plays into this and that seeing sort of a female combatant, you're feeling, you're feeling more a sense of that sense of self in, that, in, the, in who you're attacking. Yeah, I mean that's another that's another possibility mm-hmm. too. So it's a it's a little bit more of a complex question than you would immediately think. I'm just I was so surprised I'd never had that quandary before. So there's a, there's a lot to it possibly. Yeah, there is, and and I I think because I I when you told me about it first, and I was trying to think back to to games, you know that I've played where there've been there've been female. Um, characters that I've killed and things like that. And and I can remember in early stages in WoW, 
um, having, you know, some of the cutthroats or, or, you know, the people of a certain gang in sort of the beginning or beginner area being females, but, you know, they jump and attack you. And so, you know, attacking them didn't, didn't sort of catch at all for me. I did notice, I, I remember noting, oh, okay, so there are some females in this, in this roving band of, um, thieves mm. or whatever else it was that I was attacking. It wasn't just sort of male characters. Um, and then I remember that a lot of the bosses, there's quite a few bosses in um, in the later dungeons in World of Warcraft that are female, female dragon that you kill in one of them and um, and different things like that. So, but, but I had never really, I'd never really had a moment where I was like, oh, 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 what am I doing here? Well, and I was just sitting here thinking, actually, in Diablo 2, there is a, um, a female demon boss that you fight. It's like, it's like one of the very first big... Uh, a big boss fights that you have, but it, in Diablo two, the the characters are not nearly as descript. Right. Um, she definitely didn't have a, a female voice. Mm-hmm. Um, she just came on the scene and started breathing fire. Right. Right. And so that could hint also to what you're saying about the self play because she didn't. She wasn't very humanoid. Right. Right. Like the dragon, I had no qualms whatsoever in attacking because it's a dragon and she's you know breathing fire at you. So you're not really. And it did have a female voice. The voiceover was female, but but I didn't. I didn't sort of relate to it. And there's no sort of self identity. And even though I might want to imagine myself as a dragon. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, personality wise, it, I didn't have that kind of attachment. And so, so I think, I think you're onto something too, about the voice being a real strong sort of cue as to what you're recognizing and what you're seeing and what you're experiencing as you're gaming. That, that's, that was the first sensory mm-hmm. cue, um, was the d- very distinctive female voice. Right. Um, that happened in Mass Effect. I've always been curious, too, I mean, in, in shows where um, I tend to be very a very stoic and detached player. It's mm-hmm. like um, I, I definitely, in Mass Effect, tend to be uh, lean toward the, the badass part instead of the compassionate shepherd. Mm-hmm. And so it's like if I have to go in and I have to, the, the, the deal is to shoot this guy, I need to shoot this guy. Right. And... I've always found it curious in episodes where, you know, that person has turned out to be either a friend or someone you thought was a friend and questioning whether or not I could really do that or not because I'm like, well, you got to do the job. Right, right. You got to do you know you what I'm saying? Do it. Yeah, you have to do what needs to be done. Yeah, that was actually, um, Mark observed that when I was playing Star Wars with him because I'm playing, I was playing on the dark side. Um, and I had to torture information out of someone, and he's like, he's hmm. like, it was so funny to watch you because he was watching the, you know, it was my quest, and he was in my group, so he could watch me as I was going through the choices, you know, the morality choices for torturing, and he's like, you were so reluctant to torture that guy, and I'm like, well, you know, I kept hoping that <laughs> if I just asked nicely, he would tell me tell me what he knew, and he didn't. I did end up having to torture. To, to torture him with you know lightning and 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 that and and it and it was difficult for me to do that and you know and I didn't have any relation I was also you know it was one of the first sort of times I'd come up in that game against that sort of moral choice so yeah. so it was it was interesting that it was interesting too that he was like that was really hard for you and I'm like yeah it was <laughs> I was really reluctant <laughs> did you experience anything like that when you played WoW 
Um, I, I had some experiences of, of reluctant sort of gameplay in WoW, and the, the one that I thought of when we started talking about this was um, in one of the Cataclysm dungeons, the Throne of Tides, there's a a boss called Mindbender Gershaw, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right, um, who takes the, a party member and turns them against you. So they become they become the bad guy and end up starting to fight for for him instead of the, the group. And the group has to attack that player and get the player's health down to 50% to undo the, the spell. Mm. Now, if, if you don't do that on the heroic version and you don't take the, your party member down and you just keep attacking the boss, that person will die and you'll, you'll lose them and you'll have to resurrect them, blah, 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 and, and you won't be able to end the boss fight. So, so it's a very important component of the game is to take your damage off the boss and put it on your party member. And even though I knew, you know, once I understood the mechanic of, of the game, I knew what I needed to do. I always had a sense of re- reluctancy to, to attack a team member, even though I knew they were bad and they were attacking me. Um, yeah. I always had that, that moment where I'm like, oh, this is so-and-so and, and I don't want to be attacking that person. <laughs> now, and uh, are you identified as a self-player? I'm, I'm sort of a, a combination of mastery and self-player. So, so I, okay. I'm... I'm I found in the evolution of my gaming, when I first started gaming, I was very much a self-gamer. And as I've sort of evolved, and as I've studied it, and the study has sort of impacted how I play, I moved more toward mastery. But but there's definitely still a self-identification, I think, component to to the way that I approach the game. Yeah. I was just trying to think whether or not that... Um, I tend to approach a lot of my decisions. Uh, you You get to make just tons of decisions in Mass Effect, whether or not that you're going to be a hard ass about something or you're going to be compassionate. And I, I approach things very much like a uh, Vulcan. I'm very logical. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm the captain of the ship. We've got to get a job done. And the number of times that she's presented with uh, compassionate options, I'm just like, this is ridiculous. This is a crew. And so I was wondering whether or not that... Um, what 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 type of player that thought process that, yeah, is yeah is that a role player or maybe a little bit maybe that's part of the persona you adopt as you go in game but but from what i know about you and you know as our friendship has sort of evolved i see you as being that sort of logical uh, organized, you know, uh, procedural sort of um, um, personality as well. So, so, so maybe that's part of of how you go in and engage the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I anyway, don't, yeah. It, it adds a new facet to. It, I think it adds a new facet to your research to to kind of a to look. I mean, we're looking at how people interact as a community and mm-hmm. socially in game anyway. Right. But uh, and we've not really looked at. Um, NPCs very much at all. Right, not not at all. We've really looked at how people create their characters and how they create their identities and, and what that says about, you know, uh, mapping uh, physical life or, you know, your own characteristics into the game. But we haven't looked at, at, at how the, the game design itself impacts how we end up seeing ourselves, like this this revelation for you about, oh, wow, it's really hard to attack a female opponent when it's it's something that happens so rarely. And and for yeah. me the the attacking and and I think that it's it's partially I think self player for me you know and one it but I think it's also because I I knew the people I was playing with when I was in random dungeons and playing with people I didn't know I didn't have the same sort of feeling to it but it's like oh that's you know this person that I know that I'm friends with and now I have to beat the tar out of them so 
<laughs> well, cool. Well, I thought that I'm glad you thought it was interesting too. Yeah. So we'll yeah. we'll be able to pursue this with some of the um, other some gamers the, yeah. that we yeah. listen to, and maybe if anybody else out there has got any experiences, they could let us know. Exactly. If you guys have um, uh, feedback about this, what do, what have your experiences been as you play, and based on the type of boss you're playing with, or um, playing against, or who you're playing with, or female or male or alien, any kinds of uh, characters that you end up having to, to approach in game. What what happens? Do you have these moments of, of consideration too? So thanks for listening to uh, Game on Girl Shorts episode two. Let us know if you have any feedback, any comments or questions on this issue. And until next time, game on!